With a decade in the network marketing profession, Stacy Hall and Nicole Dobere have created a lot of success, both in their online business and in helping thousands of others do the same. Stacy and Nicole bring a wealth of knowledge from having coached countless six and seven figure earners. Scaling your online business has never been this fun. So grab a drink, a notepad and pen and get ready to change your life. Well, I'm excited about what we're talking about today. Crushing promos. <laughs> I'm not sure why it did that. I'm pretty, pretty sure it didn't look like that when I press publish because I love it. Anyway. It, it makes you, it makes you uh, look at it and figure it out. It's awesome. <laughs> I think I probably make spelling errors in my titles more often than I don't. But anyhow, I'm going to go share it out. So if you want to share your initial thoughts there, Nicole, I'm going to go quickly, quickly share it out before I forget. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited because right now I guarantee you, your companies are thinking about everything they can do to help you start winning and building a customer base, start uh, also recruiting a little heavier right now because they know that in just 60 days, right? In just 60 days, Black Friday is upon us. We are looking at the month of November as the biggest month in careers in network marketing. And so right now, I would imagine that your company is coming up with an incredible end of month promo, perhaps they've already released it, or beginning of the month in September, because this is when people are finally waking up from their hammocks, their kids are back in school or about to get back in school, and they're thinking about all the things that they need to do and accomplish. They Maybe they've had a little downtime for vacations or visiting family or just relaxing and now they're back at it and sometimes they don't hit those goals you may not be in health and wellness that's not a problem it could be anything but they did they thought that they were going to accomplish when they had a downtime over the summer and now it's in the forefront of their mind. And if you have been consistently letting them know who you are, what you do, what kind of value you add, then I guarantee you that they are, that you're in the forefront of their mind. And this is when you start really showing up very powerful, powerfully in an authority of what you do, not an expert, but an authority of what you can add to their life, whether it's making their life simpler, healthier, um, just whatever it is better. This is your opportunity now to go bolder. People are waking up, they're paying attention. And so with these promos, whether they're promos given to you by your company or they're promos given to you or that you created for your team, this is the absolute best time to pay attention to the little things that can help you start gaining retention and getting more eyeballs on your content. So I'm really excited. I love promos so much. Even if I don't like what the promo is, I love the promo because it allows me to think outside of the box on how I could help people with this specific thing because not everybody's gonna want your hero product too. So you gotta always remember that. Your hero product's not always number one. And if you have buckets of things, that you you want to accomplish imagine being able to have a bucket of number one which is your hero product a bucket number two which may have something in it that you use that you never talk about right the buckets can grow but just know that the hero product's incredible but when they have certain promos and you're like yeah it's not what i really talk about 
think outside of the box. There are people that you are wanting to attract to you and you're constantly in the mindset of how do I attract the right people? You're constantly changing your audience to make them tighter, to bring them in to where it doesn't matter what you talk about. They're going to want it because they trust you. And that's what it comes down to. So Stacey, I'm excited about this topic because promos can do so many incredible things to really launch your business to where you want it, especially with us being right around the corner from Black Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said earlier, people have been a, a bit asleep. And so they're now waking up and they're recognizing some of the, the things that they wanted to accomplish or things that are important to them that are back on the radar, that they've kind of let rest for a while and they're ready to go. So again, it doesn't matter if you're not in health and wellness. Health and wellness is something that we use as an example a lot just because it's the biggest sector in our profession. And so, you know, there are more people who need those examples, but the same thing holds true for any company, any type of company. And I even have people that sometimes say, well, my company doesn't do promos. It's not that kind of thing. That's okay. You can, you can. Because really what a promo is all about is about creating excitement creating a sense of the inside scoop or being on the, you know, the in club, the in crowd. People hate missing out on something. They don't like being on the outside of a club or a group. They want to feel like they're on the same trajectory and mission as other people around them. So you can create promos to create that energy, no matter what business you're in. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know sometimes that objection pops into people's heads right away when we talk about promos and it doesn't have to be an issue. It's really just learning how to create that excitement with your audience. And so crushing promos, I love having this conversation because there are so many things that you can do to do so much better than you think you can. I know a lot of people that get bent out of shape at promo time because they feel like, oh, here we go. This is when everyone else is gonna be posting how great the results are and nothing's gonna change for me. It's gonna be samesies, samesies. And I'm gonna feel like crap about myself. And then I'm gonna lie down in the fetal position and cry while everyone else ranks up. If that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I so resonate with that because that used to be me for a long time. And what I have to tell you is a huge component of that is your mindset. I know you're so tired of hearing that. You want to throw tomatoes at me every time I say that. I get it. But you know what? It doesn't change its factness. <laughs> it doesn't change the facts. A huge part of that is your mindset. And it's because for a lot of people, the minute something like this pops up, they immediately sink into overwhelm. It's like default setting. I don't know how to deal with this stuff. I can't deal with all of the details and I don't know what's what. I don't know who gets what, what it costs, who gets what for free, what it's all about. I, I just, I'm going to go put my head in the sand till this thing is over. There's a lot of people that feel that way. And it really is a mindset. Okay, so I've got some people in the room right now that understand how that feels. I get it. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Humans have a tendency. You already know this, but I'm just going to remind you. Humans have a tendency to make everything way more complicated than it needs to be. We have a tendency to go into overthinking and overwhelm when we don't need to. 
with that, that means also that you have leaders that may be overcomplicating the promos and making you confused because they're human too. This is one of the things that I unraveled early in the game where I realized, you know why I'm overwhelmed? You know why I don't want to do promos? You know why I hate every part of this? I'm speaking as present in the past. I don't feel like that now, right? It's because the information being given to me is confusing. And so I don't know what to do with it. So please know that things don't need to be that complicated. Promos are actually generally pretty uncomplicated. Again, it's just that the people who are feeding you information will sometimes create too much stuff around it, too many images flying around, too many tiles for your stories flying around, too many different ways of looking at the same thing flying around. So my first piece of advice is to seek out one source of information until you know what's up. And if your company provides you with a place where you can go to get details, like our company has a page, we call it the Google for our company. And whenever there's anything going on, they update it on that page. That is where I personally go every time there's a promo and I want the details. Because I know the minute that thing hits, I'm gonna get a million questions from people saying, so what happens if somebody is on this type of subscription? Well, what happens if somebody hasn't ordered in three months? Well, what happens if somebody decides to upgrade and they wanna promote the product? Well, what happens if I want a different flavor? Well, what happens? A million questions. So what am I gonna do? I'm always gonna point back to that page. All the details are here. Go back to this page. So leaders, this is how you mitigate your own overwhelm. It's not up to you to answer all those questions. Point back to that one source of information where you're getting your details so that you don't fall into this trap. It's actually not complicated. It's because you're looking at too many different perspectives, interpretations, and too many different ways of explaining the same thing. Just find your source that makes sense for you and just stay there until you know what's up. That's my best piece of advice. And defer back to it when people ask you questions about it. That's number one. Nicole, anything to add to that before we actually give them some super ninja strategy? No, I don't think so. I do believe that when, in, and I just, I want to make this clear because this happens. It's happened to me and Stacy a million times where we just threw our phone at the wall because we're like, I'm not doing the stupid promo. I feel like I'm, I'm too far behind. I haven't prepped. I haven't done enough. And all these people are doing all these amazing things. And I don't have time to do that. Oh, it, it, it's true. Sometimes it can get very overwhelming when you want to make it perfect. You can't make it perfect. The most important thing about the promo is that they got the information and they got it in a simple way because that's what's important not your perfect Canva. I just want to make that clear because if you are, are trying to verify all of these things, you will never, ever, ever do the promos properly. The most important thing is getting the information in the hands of the people that need it. That's what's important. So I just wanted to throw that in there before we moved on. For sure. I mean, that's so important. I mean, this I'm the girl who got lost down the Canva rabbit hole for two years, remember? <laughs> you can't. There is no such thing as perfection. There isn't, and you have to have fun with it. That's what changed the game for me with promos because for those of you who don't know my story well, I'm a person builder. I'm not a product seller, typically. 
I am not somebody who has in the past been super passionate about product. I use them. I'm passionate about using them, but not so much about talking about them. That was always my history. And I always told myself a story that went a little something like this. I'm not really good at selling product. I'm much better at recruiting. I'm much better at helping build people. I'm going to leave the product selling to them. Ah, guys, it's a story. It's a story. And the story comes from not having been good at it in the past, not being passionate about it in the past. So that became my reality. But I started to define myself by that story. So guess what happened? Sucked at getting customers. Sucked for a really long time. Don't suck at it anymore. I do really well at getting customers now. You want to know why? Because I flipped the switch. And I decided one day, you know what? I, I don't feel, I don't want to judge anyone else, but personally, I don't feel like I can be a good leader unless I'm leading from the front in both places. I need to get good at getting customers and I need to get good at getting business builders. So I understand the challenges in both arenas. That's the best way I can help my people. So I made it my mission to stop Sorry, I got a phone call. I made it my mission to stop living by that story and to start learning to get good at it. And so that's where I started is by simplifying, letting go of the need to be perfect, letting go of needing to see how every single team does it. Guys, that is the kiss of death. If you are doing this, <laughs> if you are doing this, you are causing yourself so much confusion and overwhelm. If you are going and poking, peeking into every other team's window to see how they're doing everything and judging yourself by it and judging your team by it, well, I wish my, my team would do it that way. Oh, I wish we had that. Oh, we should be doing it that way. That looks better. What happens is you don't keep your eye on the prize. You don't stay focused on one language. Can you imagine if you went out to dinner with friends and, and there was like 15 of you sitting around a table and every single one of you was speaking a different language. How good would the communication be? Wouldn't be a whole heck of a lot of understanding going on, right? No matter how passionate, excited each of, each of you was, you wouldn't be connecting much. And that's what happens with your team if you're doing too much piecemeal. If you're bringing in too many elements, that's why I'm saying simplify, stay in your lane, focus on one place to get your information. That doesn't mean that you can't learn from other leaders. I'm not saying that you should, of course, you should, you should check out what's going on and learn, uh, learn how to implement things that are going to better serve you. But that doesn't mean that you should be hopping from thing to thing to thing to thing all the time. That's part of the reason why you feel like you have too much to do and you're always behind. There is no behind. There is right now where you are right now. So if you had a promo going on right now, you can still crush the holy heck out of it. <laughs> it's better, of course, if you start ahead of time, you start creating curiosity in your stories, start warming them up that something is coming, have a sense of humor about it, have fun with it. But if you didn't do that, it's no big deal. I have worked promos the last four hours they've been up because I was just like super busy and dropped the ball and still did okay. It's never too late. So what can you start now?
if you if you want to know, or even if you don't have a promo, when you do have one, this is these are the things that you should be doing. I would be right now. I would be if you have reports in your back office that tell you who your active customers are, who your inactive customers are. If there's anybody who orders the product that you that you have on promo right now, find out who those people are and make sure that you're reaching out to each of them to touch base. Don't assume that just because your company sends out emails telling your people about promos that that's all you need to do. That's awesome that they do that. It's great that they do so much heavy lifting, but there are a lot of your customers who are not going to open that email and they don't know and you think they do. You think they're just not interested, but they don't know. Trust me, I've learned that one the hard way. I had, I've had customers reach out to me, upset at me after for not telling them because they missed it. And I was like, well, they sent out emails. They didn't open them. So don't assume they know. Always reach out. And it doesn't have to be complicated because I know immediately, even when I just say that, people are like, well, what script do I use? Well, what should I say? What do I say if it's inactive? What if I say if it's active? What do I say if they haven't ordered in a really long time? What if I say, <sighs> you just reach out to them and you just say, hey, how's it going? Haven't chatted in a while. I would love to know how everything's going with you. Love to know what you're loving about the product so far. What changes have you been seeing? Anything I can help you with? How are you doing? It's just human to human. You don't have to overthink it. You don't need a script. It's all nice to have, but you don't need it. You know how to talk to people. Just reach out. And then once you've reached out to them, you'll be able to fill them in. Hey, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad you had a great su summer. Listen, I got to run, but I want to fill you in before I go because I don't want you to be mad at me if you miss it. You got something awesome going on. I know you have used this product in the past and you loved it. Now's your chance. Really guys, just being a human, go find out all of those people that you should be reaching out to. I did over 50 follow-ups yesterday with active and inactive customers just to make sure they knew. Very important. So that's going to be a big step. We have several more we can give you, but I'm going to pause there just to pass it back to you, Nicole. I love that. And it's so true. And I think most people on here, you know, you're reaching out, right? <laughs> you're reaching out. It's so important. It's not just to secure them, but it's to make them feel good, make them feel seen and appreciated. I know when Stacy sent those messages out yesterday, I did the same. We have an incredible CRM uh, with our company. Corporate gave us something that lets us know who's ordered, who hasn't ordered, who uh, who's inactive. I mean, you have all the people and you have them in categories. So you kind of know how to speak to them. Sometimes you, you don't want to blanket message everybody the same message if you need to take a different angle. And that doesn't mean that you have to change or eradicate your entire message. It means tweak a few words, right? Because you want them to know where they're, you want them to know that you know where they're at. It's so important because if you are helping someone with a product or you're helping someone with some type of business, uh, because I know there's so many different types of network marketing companies here. When you know where they're at in their own journey with your product, 
that's going to really solidify your relationship and their trust in you. Now that doesn't mean, especially if you have hundreds of hundreds, sometimes people have thousands of customers. It's very hard to do that. But when you are going to be reaching out to people, you're always going to start with your low hanging fruit first. Make sure that when you do that, before you send those, those blanketed scripts, which the scripts are so important, we got to have the scripts and we certainly want to have boards or we want to have keyboard shortcuts. You don't want to be, you know, breaking your, your wrist or getting carpal tunnel, right? But when you have those, make sure that before you hit send, that their name is there and that you've read the last message that they've sent or you've sent them. Please know where they're at. Don't just send something when someone says, uh, I had to return a product because it made me sick and you never read that. <laughs> please know where they're at. It takes you five seconds. It's just good. It's just good customer service. And I know that when we're sending messages out for promos, we want to finesse people. We want to nurture them. They cannot visualize themselves having results if they can't visualize the transformation. I say this all the time. They have to visualize the transformation and you're on that journey with them. Okay. So I'm going to move on from that because Stacy really filled all that out and gave that to you. It was so perfect. But what do you do? Where do you show up? And how do you keep it simple? I mean, yes, if you are a boss and you can create some pretty amazing things in Canva in 10 minutes, by all means, do it. Do it. If you're not, then don't. Just don't. But if your company has things that you can use, I always suggest when you're doing anything in stories about your promo, Stacy and I teach our team this all the time. It's imperative because we see big, huge influencers not doing this. And if they did, they would blow the mofo up. It would be huge. And it's being more authentic in their stories. If you're going to sell something, right? Let's just, let's just talk about this for a second. If you're watching a commercial, which do they even have commercial? Okay. Sponsor commercials in, in between Netflix, you see a sponsor commercial. What's going to pull you in tighter. If, are you going to head to the kitchen and get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? If you see a commercial that has no bodies, but it just has some music and some words, you're just going to take off. You're going to take off. You're not going to care. But if somebody pulls you in before they mention what it is in that text with the music, you may actually be a little bit more interested because it may be speaking your language, right? If somebody comes in and talks to you on the TV about some pain point that you're having, maybe you have corns on your feet, I don't know, but they're talking about their own experience and, and it kept them from being able to exercise or it kept them from being able to walk around the block with their kids or, or play soccer in the front yard or, or take their kids to an amusement park and not be able to walk for more than five minutes. They felt old, they felt damaged, they felt like they couldn't help. They couldn't be the best parent. And they tell that story in 10 seconds and all of a sudden you're hooked. And then they, they say, but I found something that's helped and it's put me back out there and I feel like a better parent. My kids are smiling and everybody's thriving. And all of a sudden your heart is just palpating. Is that a word? And you're like, oh, I feel that. I need that. And then they show how you can get it. It's the words and the music. <laughs> but you didn't make that peanut butter and jelly sandwich, did you? You listened to the story because it pulled you in. It was another human communicating with you and you felt it. So huge. So you are a commercial. Every single time you go in and do anything in your stories, you're a commercial. You're your own show. Enjoy it. Be you. Be authentic. Make your show not vanilla. Make it stand out. Make it bold. But connect to the people that you want to talk to. Who do you want to build your audience around? 
every single day, you're going to be adding people, right? To your audience, just like you, that's one step behind you that hasn't found a solution. That's our goal. So know what you're talking about, know what you're marketing. And when you're doing promos inside of your stories, make sure that before you drop those amazing slides, those images, whatever your company's created or your leaders created or you've created, that you go face to camera, even if it's 10 seconds. Talk about, and if you don't have results, talk about somebody else's results, but hit a pain point, something someone could not accomplish until they had this product that's in the promo and what it's done for them. And then say, now take a look at this. Super easy. 10 seconds, 30 seconds, anything under a minute. This is how your audience starts warming up to you. And this is how you also start getting referrals because people share your stuff. They share it because they trust you. Oh, that's powerful, isn't it? Bob Ross Ross.